Hello, we were listening to the punk rock demonstration. You just heard She by the legendary Swagger. We're out here doing the first interview after this official pandemic has ended, according to the authorities. We've got a whole bunch of bands that we're interviewing today over at Alex's Bar in Long Beach. I'm Jack. My website is punkrockdemo.com. So let's introduce everyone. What's your name and what do you do in the band? I am Dino Everett, and I play bass in both the legendary Swagger and the Streetwalking Cheetahs. I'm Frank Meyer. I sing and play guitar in the Streetwalking Cheetahs. I am Jeff Yaden. I sing and play saxophone in the Legendary Swagger, and I play saxophone for the Streetwalking Cheetahs. I'm Brian Coakley, and I play guitar and sing for the Antivirals. We've got a whole collection of bands today, and hopefully my recording equipment is working because we haven't used it for like two, three years, <laughs> and this is the first interview in a long time, so we'll find out. But anyway, so uh, Legendary Swagger, how does the name Legendary come into this Legendary Swagger? Jeff has a big ego. Yes, I have a huge ego. Um, so I like to pretend that I am uh, legendary, but truth of the matter is I was sitting in a bar in Long Beach called the V Room, and I heard Boom Swagger by the Murder City Devils come on, and I thought, Swagger, that's a fucking great name. I love that name. And so I went to... B Swagger and everything was Swagger labeled and everything else and then I found some shitty kid band in Huntington Beach called uh, Swagger and I was like god damn it they were like 19 so I'm like well I was whatever how old I was 30 at the time and I'm like well I'm legendary because I'm old so we became the legendary Swagger so if you see us live you will know why we are legendary but that is the true story behind the legendary Swagger so how long has legendary Swagger been around then good lord uh what is this 2022 so a long time Long time, longer than I care to point out, like 20 years maybe? 20 years, let's call it 20 years. That is a long time. It's a long time. <laughs> now I can see why it's called Legendary. Exactly. So we started off with a song called She by Legendary Swagger. What is that song all about? Uh, that was actually, it was kind of an interesting thing because it was the first song that our then drummer brought into the band. And honestly, when I first heard it, I hated it. Uh, and I wasn't didn't want to continue working with it. Uh, but Dino was the one who said, dude, it's a good song, you know, let's work on it. And I was like, all right. So we worked on it and, uh, you know, and it actually became the first single off the record. So clearly I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, but Dino does, thankfully, because he, uh, he got me to keep going on it. So I like it when bands have a, what do you call it, uh, strong opinions <laughs> about certain songs. Yeah. It's hard to find bands that are like, oh, you know what, this song is good. Let's roll with that one. Yeah. They're always like, let's leave it to the record label or whatever, and they're usually picking. Well, thankfully, <laughs> I've been in the Streetwalking Cheetahs for 27 years, so I learned a lot in that <laughs> band that I've now <laughs> been able to pass along to my along, buddy Jeff. Along, yeah. yeah, I just, I, I, it just was driving me crazy. I'm like, it's not us. Like, our stuff's always faster, our stuff's always harder, and like, that song was so, it's kind of soft and like weird, and I just, I wasn't super comfortable with it, but everyone's like no it's good i was in the minority when i said i don't like that song and everyone else was like no it's great i'm like fuck okay i should probably listen to these guys you should hear the songs that jeff really likes i mean <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point yeah i don't know if i want to hear that one considering the facial expressions that we can't see <laughs> but anyway so we've got all three bands here antivirals legendary swagger and Street sweet one cheetahs so there's a particular reason why we're doing this interview with all three bands at the same time. Can you can anyone explain a little bit of the history behind how all of the band members are affiliated with uh, every other band? Frank was saying earlier that it's all very incestuous, you know, like whether you're in Hollywood or Los Angeles or Orange County or Long Beach or something, 
you know, like-minded people gravitate towards each other. And then everybody winds up, you know, you have the band that you're playing in, but then you have other ideas. And so you go off and you make another band and you borrow musicians from the other existing bands and stuff. And so people just bounce around and play in each other's bands. Does that make the sound unique in any way? Or is it like the same kind of sound or what do you think? Well, Frank writes songs differently than Brian does and I write songs differently than both of them. So I think all three of our bands are very different sounding overall, but there's a common thread amongst them, which is, you know, the angst and the and the anger and the whatever else that, you know, we're, we're portraying. And so you see that as a in kinship and you go, okay, you know, these guys obviously know what the hell they're doing. It's super fun to play with them. But at the same time, when you're writing something, you might not have that same energy that they have. So I think there's, you know, it's real easy to grab Brian or Frank or Dino and say, like, oh, let's do something together. And if someone else is writing the music or primarily responsible for the music, it comes out pretty different. So it sounds like it's mixing different ingredients together. And depending on what you mix together, it sounds different. I mean, all three of our bands are very different, but the same kind of in, in, the, in, the, in the vein but, you know, different vibe definitely between them. Yeah, all food has salt in it. But, you know, if you're eating Mexican food, Chinese food, Indian food, it's going to taste different. It's all got salt. And, and in some ways it's weird because this dude ends up being the salt with the saxophone in a lot of our stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, accent a song. You want If you need saxophone, there's one guy you know you're going to call. It's like, Jeff. That's why it's fun. Because mm -hmm. I get to fucking play with everybody. And I love that shit. Speaking of saxophone, I noticed that you've got the saxophone going on, well, the saxophone solos, and since you're the vocalist, can't be singing and playing the saxophone at the same time. How does that integrate with the band, or how did you integrate the saxophone with the band? I, my primary concern is not to pass out during a show, because I run out of breath very quickly. But it's mostly, um, I don't know, like, I, I, I played saxophone, and I was going out, I was sneaking out to punk rock shows when I was a kid, but playing in jazz bands and I never understood how they could go together until I heard the Stooges and that was when I was like oh fuck I could play saxophone in punk rock bands and then I heard Hanoi Rocks and I was like oh shit I could play and sing in bands and actually the first time I was ever in a band I, I was doing the least amount of or the first time I was ever singer in a band they made me the singer because I was doing the least amount of work like guitar players were playing bass players were playing drummers playing and I was just going boop 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 and they're like you fucking get your ass to work because you're clearly doing the least amount of stuff here so I became the singer <laughs> yeah quit standing around and fucking sing so it sounds like uh, the street walking cheetahs are going on next and uh, is there enough time to uh, continue or should we play a yeah, song yeah we got a few more minutes okay well since uh, Brian was last talking with the antivirals and we haven't talked much about the antivirals yet how did you come up with the name antivirals well, it was it was a band that was kind of born out of the pandemic, truthfully. Um, <clears throat> I've been playing with Frank in a band called Blind House, and Jeff's in a band with me that plays like one show a year called Wax Apples, and we've been playing, I don't know, when was the first time you played with us? Like over 10 Probably, yeah, years 10 ago, plus a long years time ago. ago. But, <clears throat> but uh, during the pandemic, I just started getting pissed off. I mean, I seriously just... Uh, some like rage just boiled up in me that <clears throat> it just had to come out and the way to let it out I'd been doing re some recording um, sessions with Frank where we would like uh, we did that thing what was it flatten the curve or yeah. you flatten the curve with Eddie Spaghetti and all these you know rock stars and Frank was like really instrumental in putting that whole track together but it was like a it, there was a system of like here here's the song record to it 
send the file to, and then it was compiled by what was it bruce duff compiled it right and, and frank and uh and that just opened my eyes like oh shit you know what i got all this fucking shit too i can do this at home too so i just i made an album at home and then the antivirals was just born and did the same thing shared files with frank and frank's all over the album i mean it's like it's crazy it's it's basically me and frank and the bass player from the infamous stiffs is, is plays bass on a bunch of it so and they're playing tonight too that's how incestuous it really is there's more it goes deeper and the bass player of infamous stiffs was the bass was originally the bass player of swagger the swagger yeah yeah it's just fucking it's, it's ridiculous oh and the drummer of infamous stiffs was in a band with me called the cadillac tramps in for decades it's it's, yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. stupid how incestuous it really is. I think we know the real meaning about or behind the name antivirals now with all this uh, intermingling of bands. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 So let's play a song by the antivirals. Let's play Brainwashed. Is there a little history behind that song? It's you know what? I just I hear all people that are like internet researchers and and conspiracy theory people and shit and that. The fact of the matter is, is that they're getting their information from God knows where. They have no idea. It's not vetted. It's information that just comes Dude, down the, the internet. It's totally flat. flat, flat. And I'm like, I'm like, for all you know, there's a Russian spy bot guy just sitting back typing up all this fucking bullshit. And then he puts it out on these blogs and the blogosphere just takes it, you know? So it's like you've been brainwashed by a Russian spy bot. That's what it's, that's what the song's about. Very cool. So let's take a listen to that song. It's called Brainwashed by Antivirals. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration. We're out here with Antivirals, Legendary Swagger, and Streetwalking Cheetahs. For some reason, I, that, that band is just really hard for me to spit out. Look at my shirt. Look at the shirt. Yeah, it's right there. So let's take a listen to that song, and then we'll be back.
anyone to help, just you and me. I'd swim a thousand miles with my broken bones, take you to an island and build you a home.
background shows our faith. The Union Jack's blue represents freedom. The white stars cut our states. Stand by our constitution of promise to the grave. Stand strong. A symbol of a freedom forever. May she
That was some Greg and Tiest on the Lonely Streets there with Lonesome Casualty, and then we heard some Firecracker 500 with Red, White, and You, because last week was July 4th, and I forgot to play that song, and that one just so happens to match the July 4th theme, so we're a little late. Oh well, wasn't very much into those holidays anyways, even though it is Independence Day and all. Oh well, there you go, and we heard some High End with One Day at a Time before Firecracker 500, since we talked about the High End in that interview, marathon interview, with all those bands, Legendary Swagger, Antiviral, Streetwalking Cheetahs, and unfortunately we didn't interview Infamous Stiffs because we found out that they had like some inter-relationship, maybe next time. We did do that interview while the Infamous Stiffs were playing, so I guess couldn't have done it anyways, although we could have made it work if we really needed to. Guess it wasn't needed that badly. We're going to play some Change Today with I Am, and we'll listen to the interview we did with Joe Wood right after the